0: Hey, this is Greg Grunberg, a.k.a. your favorite Star Wars character, Snap Wexley, and you are right where you need to be listening to yet another amazing episode of the Black Squadron podcast. Welcome back to the Black Squadron podcast, episode 50. Todd, we did it. Fifty episodes. We, it. we made it. <laughs>
1: Fifty whole episodes. Uh,
0: what a what a ride this has been. We've met some amazing people this entire this this run. Like, think about the people we've met and people we've podcast with. Mari, Slade, David. Todd, he's fairly new to this, I guess, in the grand scheme of things, but it's like he's been here since day one. But we've got a special episode this week. We're going to talk all about the news that's happened in the last week, all the toy drops. We're going to go over promo materials for Star Wars over the years. And we have a very special guest from the Bomb Bag Cast podcast, the Cannon Junkie, a.k.a. Jerry Cable. Hey, what's up, guys?
1: How you doing, Jerry? It's been far I'm too long. I'm doing pretty good. Oh man, it has been a long time. And I mean, it's just beginning for me and BP. So, I mean, you know, here we are. I I don't know. I just, I, it sounds like you've had some amazing people on. And so, um, I'm happy to be here to, I don't know, uh, maybe, maybe tamper things down a little bit. It's, I get it. I get it. You know, you got to bring on, you got to bring on the bangers and sometimes you got to bring on the people, you know, who, who just kind of like, they they just exist. They kind of make things, you know, it's like we're, we exist in the world, so I appreciate Jerry, you uh, looking forward to it. am I'm, I'm, I'm going to stop I'm, you right there. You only right. only elevate the show with you being on. I know. Well, you know, only because I'm so good at rambling, uh, I think, is is why people like to have me on. But thank you guys. Seriously, I, I, I'm honored that you wanted me to come on here and uh, make a fool of myself, so I'm excited to We're be excited here. We're excited to have you.
0: Before we get into Star Wars, last night I went to the Major Wrestling Figure Podcast live show in Baltimore, and it was absolutely bananas i'm so yeah. tired <laughs> why am i bringing this up this is not a wrestling <laughs> podcast i want a raffle and i say every week that i'm completely out of space and i wanted to show you guys since you can see me here the jerry and todd what i won and now i have to figure out what to do with it you can see i'm backing away from the camera <laughs> Um. Oh, my goodness.
2: So <laughs> for the audio Holy listeners, hell. this thing is
0: its a NXT war games, double ring, double cage action figure set. <laughs> it's massive that I don't know what to do with it. That is I've impressive. got nowhere to put it.
1: <laughs> <laughs> set it up. Set it up, and I'd put I had a guess gerbil. It could in make it my—I don't know—kitchen.
0: Put it on my kitchen table. On the second that my wife complains, I was Jedi business. Go back to your drinks,
1: honey. It's—we it, can write this off. It's like a, it's a tax <laughs> thing, maybe. I don't know. It's it... conversation, oh, piece. Conversation, conversation piece. Conversation
0: piece. Um, so before we head into the Holonet right. headlines, right. <laughs> uh, I want to do a giveaway. I have a copy of Poe Dameron, the graphic novel, volume one. I really want to give away for our 50th episode. So um, shoot us a DM on whatever social media platform that you use and that code word is going to be Oscar. So send us that code word and yeah. next week's show we'll announce the winner for that and I'll ship it out to you. Uh, unfortunately, it's going to be US only because international shipping is bananas at the moment. With that being said, let's hop over to HollowNet headlines. <laughs>
2: All right, so this week, unlike the past two weeks when I've been complaining about how there's been absolutely zero news and I feel like we've been starving for a single crumb from Lucasfilm about anything, and it's still not even Lucasfilm that's giving us this news. It's all from secondary retailers or secondary news sources. But we have an astronomical amount of news to go over this week. So we're going to kick things off with my sweet boy, the one and only Boba Fett. We've got some Book of Boba Fett news. Book of Boba Fett is officially wrapped and I am now going to enter like countdown mode because I am going to cry every single day when this show is finally out. <laughs> so it's Collider's reporting that it's officially wrapped. We saw a post from Ming Na Wen that she was signing some rap gifts for the crew. I'm excited. I've I I dream of this show every night. I can't wait. It's still being viewed as Mando season two and a half, which I think is pretty funny considering this is being uh done as its own like multi season thing, it sounds like, based off of some of the leaked crew stuff and, and gifts and things like that. It's gonna be fun. What do you guys what do you guys hope to see from this show? There's we're gonna talk a little bit about some of the stuff that we could see based off of some some words from Tim Morrison, but what do you hope to see? What 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 gets you excited about the Book of Boba Fett? Go ahead, Jerry. Well, I mean
1: just that shot we got at the end of Mandalorian season two alone. I mean, that just just that if you just if they just left us with that, but just knowing that it's it's wrapped like that entire thing. Like he goes in, he absolutely blows uh, a big bib Fortuna away. And then uh, then him and him and Fennec are just sitting on the throne now. I mean, come on. It's like it's everything. And and Todd, uh, you you're the OG like you've loved Boba forever. I, I have never hated Boba, but there was a lot of people who like. I will say I've never been like, I hate Boba, but it definitely made me love him more uh, what we got there for sure. Like, and, and it turned a lot of people who were very, I don't know if I'd say anti Boba or whatever, that they were just like, Hey, is it okay? Character. He's an action figure to, Oh my God. I can't wait to get this. There's like people like uh, uh, Arzu, Amin and and um, Maggie Lovett who, uh, and uh, Nor Hall over there at geeky waffle, like, Starting the bonic, like hashtag bonic, uh, as they're like, uh, 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 shipping Boba Fett and Fennec already and stuff, you know, like it's, it's like the the love story that it's like Mr. and Mrs. Smith, but in, but in Star Wars, it's gonna be, it's gonna be so insanely awesome. Absolutely.
0: Uh, I think it'd be really cool if they showed us how he got his scars, so i.e., escaping the Sarlacc. I think that'd be really cool. Ooh,
2: yeah. Well, we might see some of that. So right into the next thing, Tim Morrison confirmed that the book of Boba Fett is going to include some backstory, a little bit of flashback of where Boba has been since Empire Strikes Back. So this comes from an interview he did with Rotten Tomatoes. And I love how they give us little bits, but they're like, well, and his quote is, well, we can't say too much, but we're going to see his past and where he's been since the Empire Strikes Back. Somebody pointed out he's been kind of stuck in this one place. And now's the time to actually go back in time and check out his journey and find out more about him. And I love how he's like, we can't say too much, but everything from Empire Strikes Back to now is potentially going to be covered. And for me, with <laughs> the War of the Bounty Hunters comics and all of the crazy oh, stuff yeah. like coming from that, you've got Kira showing up again. You've got Boba Fett being shown in all his glory that they could they could pull from. I mean, this is all content that hasn't been covered prior to these comics, so... Where where we could see and and some live action stuff, you know, bring Amelia Clark in maybe for a scene or two. Bring in Alden for God. some Han Solo stuff that we could see. the The possibilities are endless, and these are probably going to be done as flashbacks. So maybe you know an episode is Boba post Attack of the Clones, and maybe you bring in Daniel Logan, who's still he'd be you know mm. a little younger. I don't know if the whole aging thing with Boba since he is technically a clone of Django would be potentially an issue with having uh, a little older Daniel Logan playing him. But the the possibilities for having so much space for them to play with Boba Fett has got me all kinds of, of jazzed and excited. So speaking of Mando season two and a half, because for whatever reason, they really like to drive home that two and a half uh, little filler for book of Boba Fett. D- don't uh, you Pedro dare pa- make <laughs> Boba Fett
1: filler don't you dare make him filler he's, a- he's,
2: he's a- been such a filler character for so long Let I know Tim Morrison the respect that he deserves put some respect on that name
1: hell yeah I'm with it I'm with you
2: <laughs> Pedro Pascal confirmed that Mandalorian season 3 hasn't begun production yet uh, this was revealed during Variety's actors on actors interview which we'll talk a little bit more about some of the, the tidbits from that interview fantastic interview it doesn't really give a whole lot of spoiler kind of stuff but it's just and McGregor and Pedro Pascal talking to each other about Star Wars. And it made me smile the entire time. They're they're two lovable. I could listen to those guys dads. for hours. <laughs> Space dads.
1: A hundred percent. Yeah, we just like those two guys talking about Star Wars. I mean, who wouldn't? I mean, <laughs> well, I mean, there's a lot of people who aren't Star Wars fans who are probably like, I don't give I don't care. But uh, we oh, man,
2: so good. So good. So the reason why they think that. Season three hasn't filmed yet, other than the fact that there's like a million other Star Wars projects. You got Kenobi, you got Andor, you got Book of Boba Fett. Pedro Pascal's the lead in The Last of Us HBO Max TV show. That's filming from July 2021 to June 2022. So we might not get any Mando season three production stuff to start until late 2021, maybe early 2022. And it's probably going to be a lot of what Pedro was doing for season one, where he did a lot of voiceover. And you have the stunt doubles doing a lot more of the the costume. So we probably won't see a lot of Dinjar and Helmetless in uh, season three, which I don't know how I feel about that. How do you feel, Jerry? What do you what do you think about not seeing that beautiful Pedro Pascal face?
1: Oh, damn, I don't know. It's I mean, it'd probably be a little like not seeing Ben's face as much, you know, after last year he smashed the helmet and we got the helmet back <laughs> not to be all <laughs> all that. But it's very much like that. Like maybe maybe because Ben's like trying to like say like, oh, I'm. I'm going to go back and I'm putting this helmet together because I'm, you know, I'm I'm a badass and I'm mean and stuff. And maybe maybe to deal with uh, his, I don't know, the the emotions with the loss of Grogu. Maybe he's just like the first little bit of the season, first half of the season. Maybe he's just like, you know, I'm just going to I'm going back. I'm keeping the helmet on. I'm going to go. I'm going to kick ass. And, sh- you know, like that's that's all he's going to do um, for a while. Just to kind of I don't know. Because I'm not entirely sure if we're going to get Grogu in this season. If we do, it's going to be towards the end. But I, I mean, I don't know. Because I, I kind of want to see him dealing with that and uh, the, the law, lo- or not the loss, but just like, you know, he became a different person. So is he going to try to maybe take a step back and say like, no, no, I'm, I'm a badass Mandalorian again? But we see the cracks start to form throughout the season. I don't know. It it could work. Or does he, uh, he does he antically. lean into it um, and open a daycare? <laughs> see now that right there is brave storytelling. I am, I would be, I would, I would hundred percent be down for Mando baby care. Like, are you kidding me? You have like Bo-Katan and everyone like they're helping her. Like they're like all, all the people at the end, like in including Boba Fett. And then Boba Fett's like the guy who drives the bus. And Finnick is like his assistant, you know, like in the, I'm, I, I'm, I can take for miles. Troopers. So I'm gonna I'm gonna stop right now. <laughs> Our nanny
0: droids now, <laughs>
1: right? <laughs> Changing diapers and, and stuff like that. Yeah. Could Could you imagine the slave one is
2: like the galaxy's <laughs> bus? Like all aboard the slave one and
1: <laughs> It's got like little tiny adorable hand uh. all over it now, like different colors and stuff. It's like like hey, here's the here's our kids. <laughs> all right, kids, come along. It's like magic you know, school
0: bus, but Star Wars. We're going to the museum.
1: Everyone hold a hand. <laughs> right, right.
2: Boopa Fett's just the Miss Fish uh Miss Fitzgerald. Or really, or yeah. Miss Frizzle, Miss Frizzle, not Fitzgerald. Miss Frizzle. <laughs> <Yeah>. or, <laughs> okay. At this Frizzle, point
0: he'd be more Chris Farley, the bus driver, right?
2: No yelling on the boss. <laughs>
1: oh man that would be incredible i do now i want someone to like write a fanfic or something that is just like boba fett and all these hard hard asses just like being absolutely i just give me all the star wars dads you can right now honestly give me all the parental star warsness you can because i'm eating it up
2: jerry i think you just pitched a perfect uh star wars children's book right there the space dads of the galaxy.
1: Oh, well, look, we've already got like who is it that keeps doing those? I've got a couple of them for my kiddo. Um the Good uh, Goodnight mm-hmm. Darth Vader and yeah. like Vader's little princess. Um do another one of those and have it be <laughs> Din Djarin and like the the Mandalorian preschool or something.
2: <laughs> oh man. Lucasfilm Din- us up. Lucasfilm publishing. Yeah, call Din me. Daycare. Call me. Coming soon. <laughs> <laughs> yes, Din Daycare. Oh, that's
1: even better. Oh man.
2: Some more from that that awesome interview that was just it put the biggest smile on my face is Ewan talked about working with Stormtroopers, which I didn't really think about because we've seen like <laughs> Obi-Wan and, and Rebels and stuff. But the idea of like Ewan McGregor never... Filming with stormtroopers. And one thing that he always complains about, which I never realized he hated so much until he's done all these recent interviews is the CGI and acting behind in front of like blue screens and green, green screens for the prequels. But he probably never really worked with any clones because of a lot of the clones were CGI other than probably Tim Morrison in right. and, and Cody uh, armor or something like that. So that's got to be a whole new experience for him of, of being in the volume and you know walking past stormtroopers and he said he filmed with a jawa which i can't wait to see more jawas hopefully they're like the off-world jawas where they're like creepy little bastards running around I'm trying sure to they get mudhorn <laughs> eggs <laughs> uh they also oh, talked man. about what it was like keeping the grogu puppet a secret pedro was i, I think he said something oh, along man. the lines of he didn't bring up it at all with anybody because he was so afraid of the the secret getting out and spoiling it. So he's like, I just didn't talk about it, which
1: that's going to be an insane amount of stress, man. I mean, come on.
2: I mean, when when the, the amount of money that they get paid is is thrown around, I'm <laughs> sure it's it's easy to be like, oh, no, nope, I, I see yeah, nothing. I hear nothing. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know what you're talking about. I can't hear uh, you over the sound of this cash I'm flipping through right here. Again. Exactly. He's got he's fanning himself with crisp hundred dollar bills like <laughs> Grogu who never heard of him. <laughs> Uh, they talked about the puppet, what it was like. I think Pedro talked about a scene that they ended up cutting, but Grogu was sort of warming himself by either it was like a, a fireplace or or not a fireplace, like a fire pit or like an engine fire or something like that. And Pedro, as as Din Djarin, was like, hey, back up. And the puppet and the puppeteers, and this is mad props to the puppeteers, like they are on it all the time. But the puppeteer reacted to that statement by like having Grogu be like, look at Pedro and be like oh okay like <laughs> let me back up so I would love to be on set just to see like oh my have a conversation like you hear so many actors I think it was like Amy Sedaris and and Katie Sackoff talk about like having full-on conversations with this puppet with the Grogu puppet so I would just love to talk to an inanimate object and have friend. you ever seen <laughs> exactly yeah,
1: it, it... <laughs> It reminds me of like, have you ever seen like the old footage of like Jim Henson and like uh, uh, Frank Oz and just the different Muppet performers where they're making the Muppet movies and stuff? Just like talking, I don't know if you follow like Muppet History is a great uh, uh, profile to follow on Twitter, and he posted it was like they just they just go off like they're the cameras are going they're doing camera tests, but it's all solid gold and stuff. They're reacting to things still happening as those characters, so I just. I would, I mean, you got to imagine just like, it's got to be like the same kind of feeling, just like with that little, it's different, but I don't know, I don't know. I just, I would love to be on any kind of set like that.
2: <laughs> well, and and even Ewan, because Ewan talked about when they were talking about the Grogu puppet and that's obviously right. a little more animatronic, but Ewan talked about acting with the, the Yoda puppet because we all know before they re- went back and replaced Yoda with CGI for Phantom Menace and they obviously used right. a CGI Yoda for uh, Attack of the Clones and Revenge of the Sith, but working with the Yoda puppet, it's got to be the same kind of feeling of of having, you know, something to react to and and something you're yeah. basically another actor that you can have a conversation with. So you and Ewan, Ewan is very anti-CGI. And I did not realize that. Like this this interview especially, I think, shows how anti and he's had done a couple others where he really complains about like George going to the blue and the green screens and and how difficult as of as an actor that was to perform in front of. But he really dives into like his dislike of them switching to like a CGI oh, wow. Yoda for uh, episode two and three, and I think you know as a, as an actor you want to have something that you can kind of act with, and when you're acting right. with like, a ball or something like that, you, you know this is where Yoda's going to be. Talk to this. I've, it's probably it takes a little bit out of the craft for him, I'm sure. Yeah, that's that's the the
1: danger you run when working with an evil genius like George Lucas, though. Like a mad scientist such as he, like, I mean, it just, the man is like wanting to just make everything where he can push a button and, like, you know, there's the movie and stuff. Right. You know, I just, I don't know.
2: Anyway. It's, it's a double edged sword because the, the technology that they use for Phantom Menace and the prequels is insane. Like Jar Jar is a right. technological Marvel for when he was created but it's also it takes away a little bit of that practical element that they, right. they had so much in the original trilogy, and now they're bringing that back. So, right, yeah, George, George likes this tech. I think if George still had the franchise, he would like push it even further, and you'd be doing oh you'd, man, you'd probably some of what John Favreau does using like video game technology to render stuff in in VR and and what the yeah. the, the volume is and, and things like that. Well, can you imagine the weird? He said he was going to go make movies for
1: his friends and family. And can you imagine the madness that those people are getting? I want it so bad. I want to see what those mad microbiotic whatever films are that George is making. I don't know, like like American graffiti, but in in someone's bloodstream or something. I don't know what's going on. It's just Star Wars madness
0: Mm. of
2: the midichlorians.
0: Mm. Right. We're not ready.
2: (laughs) Uh and then the last mm. little bit from this actor-on-actor uh, actor interview is that Ewan talked about how much he again loves not working in front of blue and green screens, but also working with Deborah Chow. Deborah Chow is the director for all of the episodes of Kenobi, which I'm super pumped for. Pedro has obviously also worked with Deborah. She did a couple of episodes of Mando. Mm. I think she's a fantastic director, and I'm super excited to see what she does with Kenobi. And she's obviously familiar working in the volume and all of that. So we'll uh, we'll see uh Kenobi's getting getting closer and closer hopefully to one day being done and then we can see it, it feels like this has been the project that has gone on forever cuz when did they announce <laughs> they announced it
0: it's been like 84 st- years
2: <laughs> 3 years ago Cause <laughs> when did you and come back cuz it was the D23 in 2019 i think probably 2018 somewhere in there i don't I think know it might have been 2019 it's been a while was it wasn't
1: it the uh oh my goodness when did this all happen <laughs> It was it was D twenty three.
2: Exactly. It was D twenty three twenty nineteen because it was the same time they did the Rise of Skywalker or not uh Rise of Skywalker. They announced like a whole bunch of other Disney Plus streaming stuff, I think. And we saw the what was it people were they, they showed like a behind closed doors like Rise of Skywalker trailer before they showed us the Rise of Skywalker trailer, and that's where they showed like the Dark Side Ray. And I remember seeing like people like doodling like the Dark Side Ray scene and then like tweeting it out. <laughs> so there was like sketched like Dark Side Ray. It's like she's got a lightsaber and it, it flips open and people are like describing the flip. It was the funniest it the un- things we'll do for content.
1: It's amazing how of a time Star Wars fandom can be. Like right before films come out it is like so like it is a time capsule like i love how how just like i mean you can go back and like show it makes no sense to no one now because like why are you why are you sketching out dark ray like that's just how it is buddy that's just how it is that's how the war that's how it that's how fandom is it's what we do for those clicks what we do for those exactly (laughs) Uh, anything for content exactly (laughs)
2: uh speaking of kenobi liam neeson did an interview with jimmy kimmel uh and he said that he hasn't been approached to reprise his role of qui-gon Jinn. i think he's lying it's makes no sense if qui-gon doesn't show up in kenobi <laughs> honestly crap. yeah he's he's the king yeah. of he's an actor Wait, they get paid to lie um i love that he thing, said
1: that to him he's like ah. yeah,
2: he's like i don't know they haven't approached me the thing that made me laugh though he's like <laughs> he did like the money yeah, like, they the don't money. have enough money it's like walt disney the house of mouse doesn't have enough money for you liam neeson Get at it! He here. literally did the voice
1: for the Clone Wars. The man loves yeah. Qui Gon Jinn. I'm like, he he would play him in a. I I'm convinced that Liam Neeson would play Qui Gon Jinn in a breakfast cereal commercial if if he could. Yeah.
2: I, you I know would. he would do it for free. He would probably do it for cereal. I probably,
1: dude. He's like, I'm, oh, I'm a Jedi. Yeah, yeah, that's awesome. I'm also the guy who calls you or kick your ass if you touch my daughter. You know, I'm, I I'm, I love being that. He loves being that guy.
2: I mean, come on. Last little bit, we got some uh, images of uh ewan mcgregor in the robes of uh the kenobi robes i'm not gonna dive too much in it it's not too crazy the pictures are it's out there like they're leaked if you want to see them it's just like because really haircut he, yeah he's got a robe <laughs> over yeah he's got a he, robe he's... over his robe like we haven't seen ewan and jedi robes before it
1: looks it looks like uh the robes that you buy like a, a very cheap palpatine robe or so like just like the dark wizard robe or something you know you just kind of like put over
2: yeah, More like it's made to- out
1: of trash bags, even. I don't know, it, it it is very just like okay.
2: They ran over to Disneyland yeah. <laughs> and grabbed one of those uh dark side Jedi like over robe things. It's like, just wear this, throw everybody off your dark side. Obi- put, one put now. This
1: on. Yeah,
0: yeah.
2: Uh, um, and then the last little bit of news is that we got some characters for Andor sort of unofficially officially announced. Uh, Stellan Skarsgard revealed that Forrest Whitaker is going to be back. So I know we talked about this in the first episode of Bad Batch when we were recapping that, but. It's not Star Wars now without Saw Carrera showing up no. in something, doing something, being angry, blowing something Lies. up. Deception. He is he is the angry
1: Forrest Gump of Star Wars now, apparently. <laughs> he he just, is everywhere. Just
2: and then this this one's more of a rumor, um, but Ben Mendelsohn might be coming back to play Orson Krennic. Which there's some leaked images of some ISB guys that that kind of adds a little bit of weight to this. So we'll see. If they're if they turn into and I can't remember who said this, but if they turn Rogue One instead of like a standalone film to like a two hour series finale where they build up to Rogue One, they pull in maybe oh, some stuff gosh. from Catalyst, um, the book that explains yeah. sort of like the building of the Death Star and all that, and then they finish it off with Rogue One. Oh, the the unintentional like world building. <laughs> I would love it.
1: Well, I mean, we got all those like a uh, uh, rogue One uh black series that people like just bought and everything. I mean they're like the the it, oh, man the the appetite is there. that would be oh, I don't even I don't know if I'm gonna be able to handle all that. That's gonna be incredible. i andor is the one I think people are sleeping on the most right now, I think. I think we're all just cut because it's kind of like okay, andor, whatever um I yeah, no, I don't know i that would be absolutely incredible if that's what they made I think I think I saw that tweet you're talking about.
2: Though. Yeah, it's Absolutely it's an incredible. interesting take and it's definitely I think a good way to tie Rogue One and then really you just kind of hit and or into Rogue One into a new hope. So when you're explaining how to watch Star Wars to people, it's like, all right, sit down. I'm gonna have to explain <laughs> it. So there's these movies, there's these TV shows, there's these cartoons. Okay, we're gonna go through the chronological and Clone Wars is like in sporadic order. So I'm like, you gotta jump through like season four and then hop back to season two and like the, the amount of chrono watching is gonna be painful, but I love it. it oh I'm man, so the,
1: I'm it. convinced I'm convinced that Lucasfilm just wants to make our Thanksgiving conversations with our families even worse. Like just like the, the con you know, like with that one uncle or cousin who likes Star Wars and stuff, it's just constantly going to be like more and more complicated. Okay, now which one was <laughs> this is before the the Andor or which
2: is the which one's the one with Ray's mom? All right. You know. Darth Maul, he's the one that died in Episode One, but he's back in Solo, right? So Solo takes Can place you before believe- Episode One, so Han Solo is a million mm-hmm. years old now.
1: Yeah, it's oh man, uh,
0: yeah. Welcome,
1: welcome to I don't know. We'll we'll take it, we'll eat it. We, it doesn't matter. Just we'll give you all our money, Lucasfilm. It's fine. fine. We're
0: fine. Everyone's fine.
1: fine. I, I'm not sad at all.
2: It's fine. It's no, fine. fine. no, I'm I'm happy. <laughs> Everything's fine. I here. love How discussing this stuff. <laughs> so like i said a lot of news this week and i feel like it's been like pulling pulling trying to get a little bit of news from anything Mm -hmm. so it's fantastic that we're finally getting some news i'm really pumped for this book of boba fett news but on that note we're going to head over to one of our favorite sections one of our favorite little segments because we have a shopping addiction collecting addiction (laughs) but i'm going to toss it back to you bp for the cargo hold put captain solo in the cargo hold
0: The Cargo Hold segment is brought to you by Skyward Fun Supply. Skyward Fun Supply was born from a love of two things, Star Wars and the hobby of figure and toy collecting. They are a company that truly knows how fun the hobby of action figure and toy collecting is because they are collectors too, with over 30 years of experience in the hobby. Every item from Skyward Fun Supply is guaranteed to be in meant condition. Head over to www.skywardfunsupply.com and use code BSP10 to save 10%. All right. So we still always start the cargo hold with items that we've picked up this week. Um, I didn't get a lot, so I'll go first. Because I'm sure Todd got, got a lot. Um, I have been I, itching yeah. for Power of the Force figures I don't know why, um, but something in me in the last like week or two has just really kicked up a notch where I just want the green card power of the force. So I found a couple. I found a Tarkin.
1: Ooh, so look at that ball. holographic yeah, it's got, it's got like, really cool foil, too, on that picture. Oh, um, uh, that's I that takes me like, back to I my got, childhood, man.
0: We're <laughs> we were talking about earlier. I got the Emperor. Hmm very very you know, I'll,
2: nice i'll tell you those power of the force cards those card backs so simple but yeah. so uh, fantastic like nothing yeah. nothing crazy the holographic aspect was amazing like you just <laughs> see it and you're like yes and, and
0: the last there. thing i got it literally came mm. in the mail before we started recording i got uh, high republic number 5 I'm Oh, forward to jumping in beautiful into
2: that. i'm still Later. still so behind on high republic stuff i gotta i gotta read the <laughs> books you're, you're gonna kill me <laughs>
1: I just caught up on the, I had, I got caught up on the plane to go down. I, you know, if you, it,
2: I went to see Scotty a couple weeks
1: ago and that's all I did was like read the, the comics and stuff. I think I, yeah, man,
2: I love those. You gotta, you gotta get it's into that. Really stuff,
0: good. Man. Oh, so good. Uh, Todd, what did you pick up this week?
2: <laughs> a little bit of a lighter week for me. I know it's crazy. I got this awesome. And I'm going to show you guys because you can see it, but I got this awesome scout trooper pin on a oh, speeder bike nice. patch from, uh, I believe it's nerd matters. So there, I want to say a Baltimore, or Maryland, amazing. Yeah, they do some really cool. I've got another pin I got a little bit ago, but it's the holiday special Boba Fett on the like dinosaur, (laughs) whatever the heck that thing is really cool. Same concept pin patch combo. Love them. I did get I pre-ordered like all the Mandalorian vintage collection figures that were announced from the Hasbro live stream because I have become a (laughs) TVC collector now, which means that my bank account is crying and my wall space is diminishing exponentially. (laughs) And then I did get a email from Skyward Fun Supply, our favorite uh, dealer of all our toys. Um, that dealer. my th- that my vintage collection Boba Fett Slave One with Empire Strikes Back Boba Fett on card back is on the way. And I don't know where I'm going to put it. I have no idea. I was like, yes, I can't wait for this to arrive. And then I was like, I have nowhere to put this thing. And now I'm panicking and it's okay. It's fine. The box will arrive. I'll cry in excitement. I'll cry in fear of where I'm going to put it. It's beautiful. You'll follow along. I'm going to probably post something on it on TikTok. So check out our TikTok Black squadron podcast on TikTok. And you can see me geek out with all of the Boba this. <laughs> yeah. Jerry, what'd you pick up?
1: Oh man. Okay. So I actually did pick up literally yesterday, uh, as of the recording here, um some Lucasfilm 50th anniversary. Um you're like Black Series Phantom Menace like throwbacks. Like they've got and you guys you guys can just enjoy the the view of these. Um we are on audio and stuff, so you guys at home will just have to look them up. But I've got a Jar Jar Binks. A terrific looking Mace Windu that I didn't even know existed. I didn't know this one even existed um, as a black series on the on the old school uh, card back. It looks a little, which looks very much like the Power mm-hmm. of the Force card mm-hmm. back, right? It's just like a. Uh, that's what I loved about the '90s into the early 2000s is they kind of kept like a very well up until Phantom Menace. After Phantom Menace, they kind of uh, diverted a little bit, but um, I just oh man, and Roger this, Roger this Battle Droid just looks. I mean, and he's I mean, there were like two of this. There were like a ton of this guy out there. Poor, he needed some love. So I had to, I had to pick them up and bring them home with me. So, um, yeah, I don't know. These these guys are just. I have no. They the backs of them even are just pretty. I mean, it's got the fiftieth anniversary look. It's 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 got like the timeline and stuff. So it's not exactly like Mm -hmm. the old card back. It'd be kind of cool if it kind of like looked exactly like it. But just, I don't know, man. The foil look they got on these. I'm just, I'm I'm very happy that I am throwing all of my money away into this kind of stuff because it at least makes me happy. I'm gonna be a very poor happy man with a with a house made of black series uh, yeah, of figures, probably. Yeah, welcome, join the club.
0: <clears throat> Perhaps we should get a home. Yes. Um, <laughs> so this week right. uh, was the Hasbro <laughs> I Am Your Father's Day live stream reveal, and they dropped quite a bit on us. Um, we started off with more mission fleets. They're really all in on the mission fleet stuff uh, right now. But they announced the Razor Crest mission fleet with Den and Grogu. Looks pretty cool. So if you if you're into this this scale or this series, you're in luck because they are continued to pump out more and more info, or more toys for it. We have got more Lucasfilm mm. 50th uh, anniversary archive lines. We're gonna get a New Hope Leia. Revenge of the Sith, Obi Wan, a five hundred first clone trooper, and Darth Revan. Wow. All of them look phenomenal. It's, these are all figures oh, we've yeah. seen before, but it's just on the really cool fiftieth anniversary uh, card backs.
2: The five hundred first clone trooper, I saw like people buying like whole cases of them to yeah. do like armies of five hundred first troopers. First off, oh, like, yeah. oh my props to you. That's expensive. Those are like twenty dollars a figure. Like you're dropping yeah. hundreds of dollars on plastic toys, which I will 100% support, but also just 100% support. We are enablers here on the show. Um, yeah. But just the sheer number of 501st clone troopers. I think that was the one that I saw sell out the second most was the uh, 501st clone trooper just because it's... Everybody likes their, their yeah. murder clone troopers. <laughs> They're Anakin's oh, wow. fists, Vader's fist. Fine.
0: They're fine. Uh, <laughs> uh, we got some more we got Black Series <laughs> news. Uh, we are getting re-releases of everybody from Rogue One. Two of them are going to be target exclusives, which is Galen Erso and Antok Merrick, which Antok Merrick is the leader of the Blue Squadron, for anybody who doesn't know his name. They got the glorious mustache.
1: I would say ter- g- oh, amazing yeah, incredible
0: mustache. mustache. Man. We're getting Baze, Chirrut, K2SO, Cassian, and Jen. But we're also finally getting a Bodhi Rook, the pilot. And it's all in the updated Black Series packaging, which we've said a million times we're huge fans of. So pretty exciting stuff. And of course, we got the um, (laughs) Todd section, or I'm sorry, the Mandalorian Vintage Collection section, (laughs) Bo-Katan, the Mithra from Season 1, and Quill. (laughs) I pre-ordered Bo-Katan because I am a sucker for a good Star Wars helmet on a figure. In more Black Series news, Jetta, Patrol, Stormtrooper, Abib Fortuna, Mayfield from The Mandalorian, Fennec Shan from The Mandalorian, Nomad Boba Fett, and Cobb Vanth, everyone's favorite heartthrob.
1: Yes. Can't wait. I'm sorry, <laughs> that just comes out. It just bursts. The the cop Vanth love bursts it, out of me No reason to apologize
0: because it's oh, mutual.
2: <laughs> I, I see Cop Vanth and I'm instantly like, all right, like maybe if I get like one for keeping in the packaging, one to take out of the box, one to sleep with, one to one to, one to cuddle,
1: <laughs> yeah, one to the yeah. Car. yeah. See, he makes comfort. me feel safe. He makes me feel safe. What can I say? He makes me feel safe. <laughs>
2: This is, this my, is comfort my comfort I travel,
0: I travel with it everywhere. <laughs> Just like wear it around <laughs> your neck. <laughs> he died for our sins. Um, and then lastly, the yes, the, the last bit of vintage collection, we're getting a Bib Fortuna TVC, a Lobot, and I'm not entirely sure what they mean by this, but the Navarro Catina. Are we getting a whole set? Are we getting a cardboard backing?
2: Navarro Cantina.
1: <laughs> yeah. Ooh.
2: I think it's going to be like the Jabba's palace or Jabba's. I think there's like a Jabba set. The the Tantive four has a set. So something similar to that. Kind of like a more like a like a a
1: detailed backdrop. But yeah, still just mainly like the like, yeah, just like a one wall panel kind of a thing. Right. I got to ask, is that Bib Fortuna, the big Bib Fortuna, is that
2: big Fortuna? Or is I think that? It's, uh, yeah, I think it's. Return I think it's Jedi. Return of the Jedi Bib. So oh, okay, I'm, I'm assuming we'll get Big Daddy Bib on uh Big book of bib. Boba Fett card back or a uh, book of Boba Fett Black Series. I want <laughs> Fat Bib. I want
1: the entire progression of Bib. I want like you know, in Phantom Menace <laughs> to uh, Return of the Jedi and then Big Fat Bib, Big Daddy Bib, as you <laughs> say. I love that. Um. Oh man. With with dying action or something like with like just slumping in his chair <laughs> action or something <laughs> Sl- slumped big daddy dab. Uh And uh, the last thing uh, that was announced
0: was a tease for the next HasLab project. Let's get nuts, speculate wildly. They said it's not a ship. What do you think the next Haslab project's going to be? Start with you, Todd.
2: I saw rumors it could be a rancor. Which if they have a Black Series scale rancor. A, I'm going to cry because I'm probably going to get it. And B, I'm going to cry because that means I'm going to need to get like all the Black Series Jabba's palace. And if they release a Black Series Rancor, then I don't know if they – I think they have a Black Series Jabba, but it's from like an San Diego Comic-Con exclusive or something like that.
1: They had a Black Series Jabba a long time ago, and it is just very – uh it's very expensive now. I think, but, like, but that
0: that we'll, I, we'll I buy it know, because I actually Got to have it, is right? A black series Java set for relatively cheap. If anybody's if anybody's interested, shoot us really? a DM.
1: I saw 100%. quite a few at in Chicago in 2019. I'll say, I saw, I almost bought one actually, but I just had to. I couldn't. I you know, I couldn't.
0: Uh, uh, yeah, uh, I can't uh, tell you how many items didn't come home with so. me because of that very reason. <laughs>
2: Yes, I'm I'm terrified for 2022 in Anaheim because now I'm an even bigger toy collector than I was in Celebration 2019. Good, and I'm bringing a suitcase just good for toys. Anakin.
1: same. I mean, well, I mean, I would, I, that's a good idea, I should probably do that, but um, <laughs> uh, yeah, no, I because what was it? My uh, I think I put out a tweet earlier this week, my family was uh down uh Galaxy's Edgeway uh this past week, and um, my sister just called to show me a lightsaber, and I left that phone call having sent her money to buy me a ben solo legacy saber um a deck of Sabot cards like legit Sabot cards and two thermal detonator sprites thank you very much i have a problem
0: i'm gonna lose I all my all money. those things uh, within am, reach right so. now <laughs> so i understand <laughs>
1: oh man yes yeah that is that it is it is a gift and a curse at the same time at least at least it makes us happy that's a that's um, all I if say, i could right?
0: speculate wildly and <laughs> pick something that would be incredibly awesome it would be the crate dragon for the hazlab project <laughs> yeah it would be huge
2: That'd be, that thing would be massive that would be like yeah,
0: the size of a, my bed a massive i project. think
1: i don't i would turn it probably have to turn it into it probably would be a bed they're like you can sleep in this actually you can sleep in its mouth um my gosh that would be incredible i you know i okay so the, usually they do vintage collection right but it's a black series haslab this year yeah this is i think the first
2: time they've ever done a black series scale haslab
1: project okay it's not a ship obviously because you'd probably be able to drive it to yeah. work uh, in that scale um
2: basically
1: ah, man play set i don't know like i just like can you think of like a black I mean, for one thing, I don't know. That might even be, again,
0: Ooh, get what rid about of my a Jedi, the Jedi that. Temple, of um, course. <laughs>
2: So a Jedi Temple would be cool. I was thinking possibly, you know, if they do a playset like a Java's Palace, which I don't know how gigantic that thing, that would be like a, a full table size playset. <laughs> yeah. Like, could you You'd imagine get rid of your party? living room set or something? And yeah, just like have exactly. That. Well, you think of the Razor Crest, how big that is, and that's vintage collection My scale. Goodness. You think of the the Jabba's Sail Barge and how like that takes up a whole table. So right. If it's a playset, set, it's going to be quite something.
1: I, yeah i would see it's probably going i don't know i'm excited to see what they do but that is whew, the speculation just makes Ooh. you the, i we are in we are in vader's uh, castle town right now just with like <laughs> oh my goodness maybe a room from vader's maybe like okay, so maybe not the jedi but maybe like the spire the top of the spire where maybe. the jedi council is like what how cool would that be just to have that round room or something you know or um I don't even know. I kind of like, I, I'm starting to lean towards, it probably is like a Rancor or something like that. Like, especially with all the love we got for, uh, Oh, uh, Moochie recently. I'll die for Moochie. I would. Yeah, I would too. I would die, die for her. the Ready action the fleet looking. Like I love how she looked exactly like the action fleet Rancor. Like it took me right back. I used to play like that was a baby Rancor and stuff. I, anyway, I'm, I'm getting off track here, but <laughs> <sighs> Haslab take our money.
0: All right. Well, speaking of well making money, I should say, let's hop into the main topic here tonight. Um, we're going <laughs> to talk about Star Wars promos from <laughs> uh, brilliant to some weird things that they've done over the years. The original trilogy is going to be tough for us because we're all born after the original trilogy. So we're only hearsay or Google. Um right. But the prequels is right in our wheelhouse because we were we were the target audience for those. <laughs> so we remember them fondly. So we'll get into them. I'm, I'm going to guess 90 percent of this conversation is going to be about the Phantom Menace. So before we get into it, this is for both of you. What are your favorite promo memories over the years in Star Wars?
1: I mean. I don't know if I want to bring him up right now or not you know i'm I'm not gonna bring it up just yet i'm gonna save i'm gonna I got one i'm I'm keeping in the chamber for when we finally get to the prequels but um, I think I absolutely loved the when the Phantom Menace first came out like that is the best that Star Wars promotion has been i mean right before a force awakens felt akin to it, but you cannot beat the fever pitch in nineteen ninety eight into nineteen ninety nine I mean it was Star Wars mania everywhere and there, I don't. I vaguely don't even remember this commercial, but the commercial where mm-hmm. you had KFC, Pizza Hut, and Taco Bell—they were all doing. They were all doing the, uh, uh, you know, Star Wars. That's the first time to- and only time I've ever seen three fast food uh, restaurants work together on something. And I know they're kind of like vaguely owned by the same company and stuff, but I've never seen anything like that before and since, where you had three different restaurants do the same movie, like a promotion for the same movie. And like, they were each Uh did the different planets or whatever. Right. If I'm remembering correctly, like I forget, like if Taco Bell was, Taco Bell was probably Tatooine, which is very just like, I mean, that's just boring guys. That's white bread. Come on. You know, you can make different decisions than that. Um, but just, I don't know, that commercial, yeah, know, if you yeah. remember, I, you've, we've all seen it since then. I think we showed it on the cast where they're all walking. It's mm-hmm. like the Taco Bell dog, the mm-hmm. random Pizza Hut girl who I don't remember, and so then Colonel Sanders. I've always been a blaster
0: um, nut in Star Wars. So in that commercial, the Pizza Hut girl pulls mm. out the Naboo blaster that eventually we see with the, the guard, Naboo guard. Yeah. And I just remember thinking, what is this gun? What is this? I need it. <laughs> and then the B-1 battle droid that they shoot his head <laughs> off. Uh, right. I the god the, the hype was real it was so real so I think the things that stood out to us the most is probably going to be everything Phantom Menace related. Um, so before we hop into it, what is the weirdest <laughs> thing you can remember from Star Wars promos through the years?
2: Oh, jeez, for me. So we'll we'll talk about this, but and you I don't know. know I already know what you're going to say. I know is, what you're going to say this was a good idea, <laughs> and you probably already know what it is. I I but... may know. It's the Jar Jar Binks tongue lollipop. candy. Oh, no. <laughs> oh, no. Yeah. That thing is whoever got like that through like QA or like, I guarantee they were in like a focus group. They're like, what do you think of this? And it's like, someone's like, oh, I'm going to let this slide through. We're, we're 100% getting this. Could you on you the imagine
0: shows? eating that in public. <laughs> You're trying, trying to. Oh, don't it.
1: It's like tongue. You're tongue <laughs> kissing Jar Jar Binks is essentially all it is. And it's if i remember correctly it was i never had one but it if i remember correctly from seeing pictures and promos it oh, was yeah. bumpy it was right it was kind of it, like, it was textured and bumpy it was uncomfortably which, I mean, that, textured that that feels very it 90s to me for some reason like the 90s were a little bit of a gross out you know kind of humor but also i mean we just question a lot of decisions from the past <laughs> I'm,
2: I'm fairly I'm fairly certain that I had the Jar Jar candy lollipop because I was probably four or five years old when Phantom Menace came out. Right. And just the thought of like a four-year-old me, like just going to town on a Jar Jar tongue lollipop, <laughs> is kind of horrific to think about. And I might have to go talk to my parents now, or well, maybe that's why I'm here. Maybe that's what I'm gonna do.
0: <laughs> I, I think this. I'm gonna find some, <laughs> and we're gonna enjoy them on the, one of the, our shows, <laughs> live shows on YouTube. <laughs>
2: <laughs> it's a what is it star wars asmr where it's just us i'm not
0: <laughs> hey, you think I'm about this for a second they're two like the years old <laughs> this is gonna be awful oh geez
1: i i want to tell you i'm pretty sure my boy at the scott j i'm sure scotty i'm pretty sure he has been looking up for those things too on ebay and everything you can find just about so I mean they're not far off and uh I don't know. Maybe we need to all get together on a stream or something and not just say see anything if we all just die enjoy the suckers. or something from this. I don't know. <laughs> just like oh uh, yeah, just no yeah, don't even like do any con. the content is watching us oh no suck on Jar
2: Jar's tongue. This is they're this, fifty it's just, dollars is- each. <laughs> <laughs> OK, Also, ah. can we talk about how the weirdest Star Wars merch ends up going for like a million dollars after it's done? Like this is a dollar 50 candy that's going for 50 dollars on eBay now, well,
1: which because it's going to pay for I someone's mean,
2: therapy at this point. Exactly. You know, it's, so it's, like... it's, mine. it's mine. I'm actually the one that's listening. I've got a whole stockpile of them.
1: I'm just thinking about like the yeah, you you just wonder who what was going through the executive's mind, the guy who approved that, like just thinking about a whole. I don't. Yeah, it's a whole. It's
0: uh, it's not great. I'm not going to lie to you guys. It's not great. (laughs) All right. So let's just start with the original trilogy, A New Hope, Empire Strikes Back, Return of the Jedi. Obviously, the Kenner toys, that was huge. That was a huge deal. And just overall licensing that they were able to to pull off. If you watch the toys that made us. The literal handshake deal that they had was bananas, oh, man, to think about. Uh,
2: <laughs> well, and didn't George use the money he made from the toys and the merch to basically Empire. finance mm-hmm. the next movies? Because he was like, I want to be able to do things my way. So he literally the Star Wars toys are why we are here talking about Jar Jar's Tongue Pop.
0: We were investors.
1: We're investors. <laughs> <Right>. Exactly. <laughs>
2: it's why Steve Sansweet has a, so has a has a career now, right? <laughs> yes. Oh, uh, I would I want to one day just go through and see his uh Judger lollipop collection because I'm sure it's quite something. <laughs>
1: oh man, he's got There's one prob- of everything. It's he's probably got the variant flavors oh. as well, too. Who knows who knows what all
0: flavors. what do you even all flavor what? okay, I'm going to stop. I'm just Let's uh, continue. <laughs> so one of the things that they did that they did with Marvel Comics was they published the first half of a new hope in a comic book form which obviously helped entice people to go see the, the movie in the theaters. And then you can Google pictures of A New Hope, people waiting outside to get in for like their 10th, 11th time. Uh, so it obviously worked. Uh, the Burger King glasses for Return of the Jedi, those are pretty iconic at this point, right? I mean, everywhere you go, you, you, you kind of see them and want them.
1: Right. I've got a couple of them in my cabinet in the kitchen. I, I right love now. the one that has Billy
0: on it. It's just that's my favorite one. Oh, dude. Uh, the Star Wars <laughs> Atari 2600 game commercial. I haven't... I, I played this... and I mean, it's probably been 25 years ago. It's been that long ago since I actually played this game. The... Oh, my God. I'll never forget this one. The Energizer Star Wars commercial in 1994 in Fire Strikes Back commercial. That damn bunny was everywhere there for a while. He ran in the streets.
2: Well, and this was... I mean, this was when they were getting ready to relaunch mm-hmm. the special editions and, and all that. And I'll, I'll never... I don't know if it's just the commercials nowadays, but the commercials like leading up to the Phantom Menace and the Phantom Menace era and the the special editions, but they would have like scenes like the, the Empire Strikes Back commercial is Vader trying to kill the Energizer bunny, which is just horrific. But then his lightsaber stops working and he like pops it open and his batteries and he's screaming. (laughs) And like, could you just imagine nowadays, like Kylo Ren, like, having a tantrum trying to go after the energizer bunny and like his like lightsaber going on and off because <laughs> the batteries aren't working like you just don't have those kind of commercials anymore so i miss the the wild wild west <laughs> this is called Kyber Batteries, sir. that's an amazing commercial too <laughs> yes
1: oh man that's one of my favorites too todd i'm, I'm glad you brought that up That's serious because that was that's the those are the ot promotions i remember is that like up to the special editions and stuff and that was also a fever pitch my goodness like that that was everywhere too so
2: well that was my first introduction to the movies Mm -hmm. i mean obviously we had the vhs's but i mean i was born in 94 so special editions i think came out in like 96 ish um yeah around six or six or seven i think um so that was I was like two or three years old going to see these movies. <laughs> horrible. I've I've talked about it on the show, but my dad took me to see them in theaters, a two year old in theaters. Jerry, I'm sure you, you and BP both have, have, have kids. So you know that it's uh, maybe Whoa, not always the I best mean, to take a small child to a theater. <laughs> <laughs> hey, but you do it's star Wars. So
1: you do it whenever, whenever it does happen. I don't know. I haven't, I haven't had the opportunity to yet, but um,
2: anyway, yeah, seriously
1: that is good parenting in my book.
2: (laughs) I was terrible. Like I ran around the theater. I couldn't stay still. I cried. Like I was, I was horrendous, but that, I mean, the, the prequels definitely were more my, what I remember for promo, but the the fever pitch, like you said, of the special editions and all the marketing for it is quite something. Um, One thing that, BP. I don't know. I forgot to put in the the notes, but the holiday special in its in a way is <laughs> Star Wars promotional material in its own weird whatever it is manner. I don't know if it's still considered <sighs> the redheaded stepchild of Star Wars, considering we've got some of it now on Disney Plus, and is uh, that legitimize the the holiday special? Those <laughs> cowards need to bring it back year. to uh, <laughs> yeah, the, oh, yeah, the the cinematic masterpiece that it is
1: and well, hey, we've got uh, uh, the Muppet Show on there now. With uh, that was the Empire Strikes Back. That was Empire Strikes Back promotion. Um, you saw Luke Skywalker in his uh, Bespin fatigues, and R two D two and C three PO were on the Muppet Show for when I remember seeing that randomly in the '90s when reruns were showing a Nickelodeon of the Muppet Show at my grandparents' house. Going, wait, 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 hold on, hold on. Luke Skywalker shows up on the Muppets what like I was just like I was losing
2: my mind as a kid like what and then and then Miss Piggy threatens to kill Luke in it which Chewbacca shows up too it's just oh my goodness it's It's, it's like some of the crossovers that they did with the original trilogy don't make a whole lot of sense like at least Muppets kind of like Frank Oz Muppets like right you can you can draw the connection there um funny story so i tweeted out that miss piggy like zip it skywalker i'll kill you kind of thing and i was like i did not realize this like mark hamill oh my goodness and mark retweeted me and then i you know died because any any sort of retweet from hamill himself is uh like every star wars nerds dream (laughs) um but yeah that the the muppet i didn't even think about the muppets but the muppets special is something i i admit, i wish we had more of that nowadays like some of those crossovers and and right. the, the wacky i feel like it would be now people would be like well is this canon at the muppets now in star wars
1: right like <laughs> rayfin and poe showing up on like that muppets now or whatever you know
2: something it would, yeah
1: or dinjarin or something that would I don't
0: know, make a lot of sense
2: cool. yeah <laughs> grogu talking to elmo or something or is that bring him on sure uh right? bring
1: him on what's it called you know do the muppets just do uh earth, earth to ned they already did a star wars episode but you know yeah exactly know. anyway
0: (laughs) all right so let's uh oh and the probably there was two there's two really weird or odd things that came out of the i'm sure there's a lot more but there's two that come top of mind Mm -hmm. um number one being the infamous tops card of c3po with the golden rod uh, penis essentially Uh, and the again 3po a second a second of time offender here the tape dispenser where he's sitting, laid back, and the tape is in between his legs, and you pull the tape out from between his legs, and his face just looks so appalled. Like his mouth's even open further than it should be. He's kind of like, "Oh my." <laughs>
2: <laughs> yeah, right. You gotta buy him dinner first. Right,
0: right. Uh, so yeah, I, I didn't think we'd have a whole lot to say about the original trilogy because we didn't, we didn't really live it. Uh, but let's get into the prequels where we've all kind of lived it, and this is super special to me. My my grandparents took me everywhere to get this stuff, like every KFC, make or uh, Taco Bell, uh, Pizza Hut. We didn't even like eat at the places; mm-hmm. we just went to get Star Wars stuff. They, I remember going. I remember going and right. getting the. Um, the first top cup topper from the set. I got uh, Amadala first. I had no idea who it was, but I was like, "These are incredible!" It was three dollars. This is incredible. <laughs> and then we just go back every day and buy a new cup, and end up getting a whole set. It was great. They had the Pogs that you could, if you collected them all, you won a million dollars. I collected right. them all, but like years, many years after <laughs> the the promotion ended. I actually, I, I was on eBay just like right now looking for that. Jar Jar Binks sucker and I just found a Jar Jar Binks inflatable chair <laughs> from the Phantom Menace and right. I can tell you it's in my cart right now
2: <laughs> <laughs> it may be checked out right this second I'll, I'll say the the fast food promotions compared to any other Star Wars era the sequels the original trilogy the fast food promotions in the prequel era are hands down the best oh, yeah. fast food promotions Because you had Jerry, you were talking about the commercial with Taco Bell, Pizza Hut and yeah, uh, KFC, fantastic commercial. And you just don't get that kind of like that was the I think it was the Battle of Naboo. And yeah, they're like, on like some
1: like plane. Yeah.
2: Yeah. And having Colonel Sanders walking up to a battle droid like you're not going to get that nowadays. Like, could you imagine them on Exegol like Palpatine in his little chair? Whatever he is, his life support chair thing. And then Colonel Sanders just casually, like walking. It past would have been wrong with Donald, though. Part of me wishes that they would go back to that,
1: you know, like kind of like have a little bit of, uh, I don't know. I think we take it a little too seriously sometimes. Like it is, it is both. Star Wars is very deep and all that. But what I loved about the 90s promotion and especially the prequels, especially Phantom Menace promotion, was they were like, everyone just loves it. And this is just, you know, like we're just having fun with it. You know, it's, it's a fun adventure and I don't know. I would, I would, now I would kill to watch Colonel Sanders or, or Ronald McDonald walk past Palpatine and mm-hmm. Exegol and the zombie pop past zombie palps. Are you kidding me?
2: Oh man. Or the, the Sith acolytes that are in the, uh, chorus, whatever they are in the stands and on Exegol. It's like, you just see two of them like walk into a McDonald's and like get like a, a no, dude, no, 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 right. the no, like, no. The old school
0: McDonald's yeah. chicken nuggets that were alive <laughs> and they're just like chanting, <laughs> sweet and sour, sweet and sour. <laughs> um, I, I loved this promotion so much with the the fast food. The even the like the packaging for the it was actually the whole meal was incredible because you got promo art on it from Phantom Menace. You get Darth Maul and Padme and everybody. I mean, 90 percent of the time it was ruined because of the food was greasy as shit and <laughs> not great for you. But um, yeah, fast the food. Pepsi cans. <laughs> right. Did you guys collect those?
1: Oh, man, we tried to get all of them. My dad held on to those until like, I think just a few years ago recently because he kept them. My parents live in Arkansas and they were in like an under the house storage area that was not climate controlled and they just evaporated. Um, but like, he was like, my, my parents were all into it cause they, they had seen how all of the stuff from back in the eighties was like insanely like, you know, collector and, and stuff. And so I think my dad seriously thought they were going to be able to pay for my college <laughs> or something with those Pepsi cans, which in, if they hadn't evaporated, maybe. Um, but my goodness, that, that was incredible. And can we talk real quick about I don't know if you guys do you guys remember the Pepsi uh the the whole Pepsi commercial? They created like a uh they created a character for their commercials for the Phantom Menace. And it is like, I mean, Blast Points has done an episode on him. We've done a little bit of an episode on Bombadcast. This is what I wanted to bring up earlier, what I've been saving in my chamber. My boy Marfa Lump. Oh my gosh. Marfa Lump, the they, they were just like and I there is a behind the scenes like the beginning style little promo video of all these Pepsi people talking about how much fun and how excited they are about Marfa Lump. No lie. Um, so uh fun fact, go find that. That is like they're talking about him, like George saying, you know, like Jar Jar is the key to all of this, <laughs> you know, and stuff like that. I mean, it is it is Marfa. incredible. Marfa Lump there's is the some... key to all of Pepsi. <laughs> Oh, man. And, you know, they did like there was a couple Marvel Marfa Lump episodes. There's one where he's like having a date with some woman, apparently. And um, it, I mean, the, the commercials are off the wall. Um, and then he's got one after the fact when the Phantom Menace was coming out on VHS. And that one's great. Um, he's like in a taxi that becomes a podcast oh, or something. It's amazing. Um, but yeah, go check Speaking out Marfa Lump. The VHS, Marfa so Lump.
0: this was the last Star Wars movie that was released in VHS. Um my mom yeah. is notorious for buying gifts for people, mm-hmm. hiding them and forgetting about them. She bought me the Phantom Menace VHS <laughs> when it first came out for Easter. I got it for Christmas. Cause she forgot about it. Um, it still has, I, I have it. It's on my bookshelf. Um, Cause VHS is seamlessly fit into a bookshelf easily. Um, I opened it recently and it still has the receipt in it from the Ames She bought it at, I don't know if you guys know what Ames is. Oh wow! No, it was a, a department incredible. store that had no <laughs> business carrying VHSs. <laughs> um, but that was the last VHS I ever got. It was, it was Phantom Menace. Back to the Pepsi cans, real quick. I never saw. I, I always looked for the gold can because you won something if you found the gold can. But I don't. I don't remember what it was. What right. you won. Was
2: the gold can? Was it Anakin was either Anakin or, gold gold can, or little little?
0: I can't remember. But I know it was a thing. Like people were going to have to go like find after. all the cans now. Um,
2: well, because it
1: was like it was on Pepsi, but Pepper. also Mountain Dew as well. Was there like one of each, mm-hmm. or
2: right? Oh, it was, yeah, probably, yeah, yeah. it was probably the whole Pepsi brand. Pepsi oh brand went horrible. <laughs> vending the machines because they had they had the cans. Yeah, they had the vending machines had like mm-hmm. the Anakin's Pod Racer and and all kinds of crazy the stuff. R2, Pepsi the R two went.
0: The R two Pepsi. The cooler? Pepsi.
2: Yeah, the Pepsi commercial <laughs> for episode three. I, I was just watching it when we were. I was looking up some some promo stuff um, in prep for tonight's show and yoda like in i want to say he's in dex's diner or in a diner fighting with a guy over a diet pepsi like episode right. three cgi yoda fighting with someone over a pe- like you just don't get that nowadays like <laughs> could you imagine grandmaster yoda all wise and all powerful fighting with a regular uh, person for next a diet thing diet you know pepsi. we're gonna
0: get a kenobi series commercial about pepsi and Dex's diner fighting over a diet pepsi <laughs>
1: This is really making me want like a comeback to that style of ads. Like, like then what was it they had the after uh, Attack of the Clones, uh, there was the uh, the DVD or whatever commercial that was the infamous <laughs> Yoda man, Yoda man, you know, kind of a thing that it like what showed like him fighting Dooku I was like, this is maybe not quite that level, but still I give me a little more cheese, man. I just that was that How was such an for, amazing uh,
0: time. Episode three, you speak who's about- your daddy poster?
1: <laughs> oh right the who's your daddy the you 90s talk- and early 2000s of, of
2: <laughs> Star Wars promotion oh my gosh that is just you want to talk about cheese the <laughs> brisk iced tea Phantom Menace commercial with like the the Darth Maul was, and the, the animation uh, style that they did it was that when uh, the that was right before the Disney
1: acquisition right that was like when Phantom Menace 3D came out
2: I, I want to say like, or who? I'm trying to remember when the brisk commercial came out I just remember it, like the the style it's like Darth Maul trying to fight Yoda, and Yoda's just like playing with him, and he like throws Darth Maul <laughs> into a brisk. Like he right. tries to activate his lightsaber, and like his like, like two bang flags come out of the sides, and <laughs> just like over the top wacky. Doesn't he? Like... S- doesn't he soak the brisk in through his
1: skin as well? <laughs> if yeah, I'm remembering the commercial correctly. Yeah, yeah like, it, like, what's like with that. Yeah, like, the brisk <laughs> is
2: the key to the dark
0: side. Uh, yeah. yikes!
1: I actually have a. You were talking about the Pepsi R two D two coolers. I have a brisk phantom menace 3d uh oh nice r2d2 cooler it's literally in the closet in <laughs> front of incredible. me right
0: now did either you guys oh, so see it's still the phantom menace in 3d in theaters yes i did, I did um you could tell that it wasn't originally made for it <laughs> it was kind of just like you were watching <laughs> yes. phantom menace with, with glasses on kind of thing It was still cool to see it in theater again like anytime you can hear john williams score in a movie theater it's a win so This uh, prequel started the Lego Star Wars phenomenon, too.
2: I had all all of these. I was I I think I talked about a couple episodes back, but I was at my parents probably last month and I found a bunch of my old Legos and I have like old Phantom Menace Lego sets like the. Like I've got like six Lego jar jars. I've got your Jerry. You'll appreciate this. I oh, wow. brought one of them home, but like this original sculpt where it's like, his eyes are part of like his head and <laughs> they just look weird. Like there's no color or anything to them. Just like early, early Lego sets. I've got like when they had yellow, like face lobot. <sighs> like just such a, such a simple compared to nowadays with Lego. But the, I, because I, I was, like I said, probably five, six ish when, um, Phantom Menace came back and this was like peak, in my opinion, Star Wars toys like you had shelves and, and pegs upon pegs full of of Phantom Menace figures and you had all the Legos and you had, you know, lightsabers you could play with. They had <laughs> more Darth Maul. I mean, he was. I feel like Darth Maul, like a cool villain. But he was 100% made by George to, to push, push Dude, merch. To push, I remember the like plainest day, yeah.
0: going to a Walmart with my grandparents and seeing three aisles of red and black Star Wars stuff. Uh, I still have the beach uh, blanket I bought that day of Darth Maul. It's like tattered. It's, it's so old. Um, I got a Darth Maul costume mm-hmm. set with a plastic mask, a robe and the saber. I still have the saber because it's incredible, but everything else is deteriorated and gone. Um, I, I got so many, I got on card figures that are still carded. Actually, I posted a picture, I think on our Twitter, I was down in storage the other day and I found an unmarked box, literally just full of Phantom Menace toys and box sets. Um, so that was a lot of fun to see again after so many years. Uh, but I, I miss that so much. I miss going into a store and seeing just copious amounts of Star Wars toys. Obviously the Jar Jar Binks lollipop is bizarre. Um, there was something like slime bags. I remember inside of them was an animal.
2: Yeah, I think they were like honestly, oh they were called battle. Packs I might or something. have one of those
1: like <laughs> laying around right here. Yeah, I mean, yeah. I want to say they were yeah, called. Me battle and Scotty packs. are going to we're going to open some of those on uh, one of our live streams eventually. But yeah, Scotty, I I got some of those. Yeah, I love those things. They had like the little creatures. You could have either. I think the, the late creatures or the land creatures. And I mean, it was just everything. Uh, it, it, it was, it was incredible. I love those things. And the slime.
2: Fun, yes. but very
1: disgusting.
2: <laughs> it gets, it, it gets everywhere.
0: There was also, yes, Pez with, Hard with a, an elaborate Jar Jar Binks, Pez dispenser. It's like a whole like area is a whole as another character there. It's like, he's cooking and, the pass goes up through all the system and Jar Jar Long's tongue pulls it out. Like, they went hard. I'll give it to them, but it's bizarre. You still get stuff like that. I don't know if you guys remember going to any toy store that had stuff for for Phantom Menace, but the the Naboo Starfighter hanging from the ceiling was like six, seven feet long. I I always wanted one of those so bad. The Revenge of the Sith branded barf bags, essentially, on airplanes. Like, I can't believe... (laughs) I, I give them credit. If, if there's a blank space, or even if there's not, they'll put a Star Wars on it. They don't care. Mac and cheese. Oranges yeah. where BB-8 labeled for the latest movies. They don't care. The Toothbrushes. Everything. Right. Guess what? It helps the economy. Yeah. <laughs> Hurts nobody. <laughs> uh, so, yeah. So many good stuff. Do you guys have a particular favorite item like, um even piece of merchandise or a toy from the prequels?
2: I think for me is uh, it was because I was younger and video games were big, mm-hmm. but the video game tie-ins. So I remember they had, you know, the Pod Racer game tie-ins that were were huge. The movie tie-ins, I remember playing the Revenge of the Sith PlayStation 2 game to death. Mm. And just absolutely and i think it was funny because it had like like it Mm -hmm. it came out before the movie and spoiled (laughs) the whole movie basically could you imagine jerry if if something like that came out nowadays like just by the way here's revenge of the sith with some extra levels and stuff and and some stuff you might not see in the game but right also here's the end i guess you kind of knew it right
1: right well, and yeah, back then, but like that was, I, that does seem like a, I don't know, they did that with like the Lord of the Rings Return of the King or a thing as well. Um, I remember staying up really late and like I graduated in 05 from high school and um, I remember staying up and like playing those games all night with like one of my best friends, like at different times. But for some reason, those two games like stick in my mind as just like these games we're playing through and seeing the endings and no people would lose their ever loving minds if we did something, of course, video game tie-ins now, they, I mean, they don't do the story of the movie anymore because to an extent, it's also like, yeah. why would you do that? <laughs> you know? Um, I don't know. We, we've, I don't know if we progressed or uh, I recently
0: streamed pod racer 100%. or yeah, racer, whatever you want to call it on my Twitch. And I still got it. I'm still, I still finish first every time <laughs> I never lost it. I'm built similar. <laughs> yeah.
1: That game is still solid. The episode one racer, yeah, or is it
2: yeah, just but, like yeah, the yeah, racer.
1: like the the first oh, that one. I'm so glad that one's on like multiple platforms now. That one's still it's only like
0: I man. think I seven it. or nine bucks on the Xbox store. Still, I got it for five on sale one day. I was like, yeah, I'll take that. It's not graphics much. Are nothing yeah. to write home about Absolutely. because of when it was made. But it's still a, it's still a hoop. Um, okay, so the sequel trilogy. The Force Awakens, The Last Jedi and The Rise of Skywalker. So in my opinion the best thing to come out of the sequel trilogy in terms of promo is Force Fridays, right? That first Force Friday mm. was a banger. Like I was so jazzed for it. I ended up doing it in middle of nowhere, Georgia because I was down there for for some reason, I don't remember why. I remember I found a Kylo Ren and I found um the Millennium Falcon diecast, And I couldn't believe it. Like, cause Kylo Ren looked awesome. Obviously I was like, Oh, oh man, I'm... Kylo Ren, black series, let's go. And then I found like 10 more, like the next day. <laughs> uh, so what uh, <laughs> do you guys, did you guys do the first force Friday or do you participate in force
2: Fridays? Now I do them now. I wasn't big when they first came out. Cause again, I, I really just got into the collecting mm-hmm. probably two years ago and I'm glad I'm, I waited because I would be, even more nowhere to put stuff and My walls would be completely covered (laughs) and I'd be drowning in toys. Um, I just remember the, I mean, obviously it was the same thing with fan menace, but the hype before and the, the fever cash grab of every brand trying to get star Wars merch and star Wars on stuff. Um, I've got star Wars vans and, I can't remember. Was it Last Jedi or TFA? But they had like the the lettuce yep. with Luke on it or something. I think it was Last Jedi. But like <laughs> you had produce, like random produce with like Star Wars on it, and yeah, that's that's probably the closest I think we will ever get to the Phantom Menace level of craziness when it comes to merch and marketing. And, and I was so jazz. excited
0: for the Rise of Skywalker because they announced McDonald's was going to do Happy Meals again, Star Wars Happy Meals. I was like, all right, let's go. But it ended up being those bag clips that were just large heads and then their bodies were inside of it. It's, that's yeah. all they
1: really do still. Like, like when they do Star Wars not stuff, great. it's just randomness. I don't lie
0: to you. And they just did. They just did yeah. a Star Wars Happy Meal. And <laughs> Todd and I both wanted Boba Fett and struck out every single time.
1: I've got a I've got a Darth Vader that my, was in my kids happy meal and it's just that's all i got we've the got, sith really. Tripper
0: so. and chewy and i bought four happy meals two of them one had a princess okay. one had nothing <laughs> <laughs> oh about, wow
2: I about three i got a princess one time i got nothing the second time and the third time they told me yeah. to basically f off because they were like we're not doing it anymore uh, i was like oh that's nice like, mcdonald's here in dc uh, are not the best
0: uh, have a nice day
2: <laughs> McDonald's oh, in DC, you have to like beg someone to give you a toy yeah. it's like why do you want this you're a grown man it's like listen listen please don't judge <laughs> but I, I look need, at me I need, <laughs> look at me look at what i'm wearing help right. me help you <laughs> uh, uh,
1: i i will say i loved the concept of force fridays we had just literally moved up to michigan um at the time whenever i like whenever that all promotion first started coming out and I, I had dropped off uh, my my, uh, my ex at the, you know at work and was going because uh, I was up early already. I dropped her off at work. I'm gonna go because it's 4 a.m. I'm gonna go and I'm gonna be the first to see the toys. And I went to the uh, Michigan version of Walmart, known as Meyer and I walked in and walked around, looked around for like I'm like okay, where's the where's the Force Friday set up? They had not put anything <laughs> out yet, and I'm like, but but midnight it was midnight. I was like I was thinking like there was going to be nothing. That's when I first learned that the town I am in does not care um about it's a great it's a great town. I live in a nice little you know town up here it's on it's on Lake Michigan. It's nice. It's a touristy place, but they they do not give a flying flip <laughs> about force Friday. And so the first couple of force Fridays, I was a little i mean eventually they had like you know a thing set up, like you know, like a cardboard cut of a Chewbacca... For the Rise of Skywalker or something. But for the Rise of Skywalker, for Mm -hmm. like Triple Force Friday, we were actually down around Nashville. And I was like, uh, right, we were staying in the Opry Mills Hotel and uh, the Opry Mills Mall was right there. So that was my, and I posted a lot on Twitter that day. That was the best Force Friday. I went there, they had a Disney store. I mean, you know, I was scoring all this random stuff. It was amazing, you know. So that was Triple Force Friday was the best force Friday for me. I was just, I, that was just a a fun time. That was for
0: rise of Skywalker, the uh, Jedi fallen order, Jedi fallen order um, Mando
1: and Mando. Mando. Yeah, it was because they had the off world Jawa and uh, a Mandalorian figure. I think I scored. I went around there. I couldn't find the Mando carbonized and I got a Mando carbonized just randomly (laughs) on a random shelf at a target in nashville uh tennessee so um and i almost my boy scotty i i said do you want one no. of these He's like no i'll get one later i
2: uh, so. guess you should have listened to me scotty he, i had you learned, back, buddy scotty learned his first lesson of star wars always say yes whenever you get offered something when, when someone says i've got this in my hand
1: <laughs> you want one yeah, it's like it's much akin to uh, Winston and Ghostbusters. When someone asks if you're God, you say yes.
0: I understood that reference. Um... I remember. <laughs> for... I know, I'm
2: crossing the streams.
1: <laughs>
2: <laughs> I remember from my Triple Force Friday. I was actually in London, so <laughs> I, was, you know, I was traveling. <laughs> um, I'd run brag casually. i run a marathon like a couple weeks before. Um, I like to think of myself as a world traveler. Actually. I like to call you know a distinguished gentleman, if I may. Uh, but I was in our hotel room, and it was probably like I was trying to time it with the U.S. releases of everything. So it was probably how oh, was it? I think it's five or six hours ahead over there. So I was up at like six a.m., like feverishly refreshing, so I could get all my orders in for the stuff that was dropping at like Target and Walmart and all that jazz. Right? Because it was it was for Mandalorian, and then, as you all anybody who's followed me since I started going nonstop about Mando before that came out, I was like sobbing as I was checking these out. Like, <laughs> Oh my goodness, this is everything I could have ever wanted. Um, but yeah, I was, I was in London and I was tempted. I was kind of bummed because I wanted to go do like the in-person stuff. And I like didn't know where the
0: UK equivalent
2: <laughs> of like a target was. So I was like, well, I'm just going to order from target in the U S and pray that I can fight out the other nerds to get some of this you stuff. <laughs> It was it was stressful. Um,
0: and then the May the 4th began officially in 2013. It's been crazy. Like I've it's been like a literal holiday in my life ever since. I, I think it probably has for you guys, too.
1: Oh, yes, it is. It, I call it the oh, yeah. holiday of my people Um, at work and stuff like, you know, like it's like this is the holiday of my people. Thank you for <laughs> uh,
0: honoring it. I shall take know? the week <laughs> off to celebrate my <laughs> day. Uh <laughs> I wish they would give it off. I mean,
2: come on, guys. You really got to start respecting people's beliefs. I was going to say, could you consider it a religious holiday? Like, excuse me, I'm practicing my religion today. Like, I, I, I need mean, to be off from Jediism. Work. Jediism is a real like, they, like you can say, like, it is actually a Jediism holiday.
1: Um, thank you. Uh, goodbye. I'll see you <laughs> next
2: week. I'll see you eventually. <laughs> All right. <laughs> exactly. So the
0: next two, our next level marketing, uh, Rogue One went real hard and limited with the nissan rogue uh star wars edition it came with the death trooper helmet um i tried to buy one of these to find one so many times but i wanted a, i wanted the black on black on black and and like within 700 miles from me all i could find was the white <laughs> todd's got the Death Trooper helmet but not the car
2: <laughs> I found someone on Facebook who was like, I got the car, but I don't know what this thing is. So I'm selling it for $100. I was like, bet, I'll buy it for you for $100 so I don't have to buy a $20,000 car to get a Star Wars item. I'm the opposite priorities on that one. I'm like, well, I could buy a car and get a Star Wars or I could just buy the Star Wars and not have to justify the car. Perfect. We'll do that. So those random car promotions,
1: especially like you remember when they gave away Batmobiles in the I was 90s? I child. Who still has those I, Batmobiles? I think I said I think I just said Bat Batmobiles, uh, which I don't know why it's akin to. I robots, tried so I hard as a child uh, to win those. I, you ever wonder I who so has hard. one of those? Oh, dude, me too. There's no way we could. There's no way that we could have drove those things back then. But we were like, we were the only ones who would want to drive a Batmobile. A Bat. <laughs> I'm keep saying Batmobile. Uh, uh, that's just gonna be a thing now. It's like the. The law offices of Batmobile. I, if Batmobile, I had a Batmobile, Batmobile.
0: now, um, it would be so perfect because I have two Batman cosplays. <laughs> it would just be perfect. It'd be perfect. Oh, my goodness. But no money. I just
1: get If you're out there, just yeah, contact are, us and get us a ride. At least. Um, no and
0: place. then for the solo marketing, they went just as hard. No, they didn't. They gave us fucking Denny's.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I went to Denny's and looked like a fool. <laughs> Because we, I ordered my food online, they br- and went to pick it up. Because I think we were like uh, my kid, at the time my ex, my kiddo, we were like all kind of like one. Of, I think my my wife was no, she was pregnant. I believe. I when did Solo come out? Was that twenty sixteen or twenty seventeen?
2: It was right year after twenty eighteen. It was yeah. twenty eighteen. Yeah, yeah. so
1: okay, okay. So she wasn't pregnant. I think we were just they were sick. So I went to get IHOP food because I specifically wanted like one of those dumb little kid cups. I had to ask them to go check in the back if they had the kid cups and the and the and the cards. And I'm telling you it's like you're saying like the McDonald's in DC I mean there are people just they look at you like <laughs> why do you want this? Like are you are you holding a kid in your basement? <laughs> like what are you like what are you doing? Um I they look like- at you like you just told
2: them you eat
1: <laughs> baby feet or something, you know, it's for sustenance.
2: I feel like we need like a card or something to give people that says, like, I'm not crazy, I just well, I have Star the hat. Wars merch. I'm a Star Wars collector who...
0: I have the hat that says uh, Star Wars. Well, yeah, yeah. It's, it's,
1: it's You get the... There you go. Well, am like, just, hey, normalize men who are perfectly fine, who have families and jobs, who collect Star Wars stuff. It's ha- It happens. We're not all, like the big no, bang theory yeah. did us no favors
0: I'm i sorry. swear every time it's i tell people no like in my real life uh, that i collect star wars stuff uh or batman stuff they first image comes to their brain is comic book guy from star from the simpsons
2: <laughs> the
0: worst figure yeah. ever.
2: <laughs> i always get the <laughs> snl skit where they're like the the i'm uh, uh, speaking of sequel trilogy that was i think <laughs> a, a yep. force yeah. awakens <laughs> uh Skit they did as the Force Awakens was coming out, but yeah, the what is it? Back when they had Bobby like Moynihan putting, on, man. Yeah, well, Bobby's putting like a figure in a glass case and like closing the case, and he turns and he goes, <laughs> "Awesome!" Like, <All> right? <laughs> I was, and it's so funny because when that skit came out, I was you know younger. My mom was like, "Please don't ever become <laughs> like this." I'm like, "Oh, don't worry, I'll never become like that." And now I've got glass cases, and I'm like, "Well, you know, it turns out joining a lie." Yeah. yeah uh, <laughs>
1: the lie detector just say lied. mom i could be on drugs <laughs> well, Let's just say that is. you know <laughs> um
0: the that that's sk- i can't tell you how many times that has been emailed to me or i am to me at work by people who like just meet me and realize i'm into star wars they send me that like it's the first time i've ever seen it and i always reply back i helped write that i, it, it, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I helped write one. that
1: yeah, I always get that, and I always get like, I always got like, "Hey, you watch the Big oh Bang? You'd like the Big Bang
0: Theory if you my watch parents it like,
1: stop stop. I'm I'm not a nerd. I am a nerd, but that's my anyway.
0: Yeah, no, my Wars parents man. are hill you... people. Like they are country, yes. but they love that show, and they think because I do a ton of comic cons, they think that's exactly what I am. So I have to explain to them the difference between a. Geek and a nerd, <laughs> and a Star Wars nerd. There's, right. there's three different things there.
1: There is a um, something that is very cliche and is a uh, stereotype that is not <laughs> correct. <laughs> then there is the reality where it's just people who it's like crazy. stuff. It's okay.
0: Uh, then the Mandalorian yeah, kind yeah. of really getting <laughs> yeah. into the therapy. We're here if anybody wants to talk uh, about their Star Wars collecting habits and the people who don't understand it. Uh then the Mandalorian started off super slow, right? Because they had to, because they had to keep this massive secret. Mm. And people were people were so like oh, pissed at it at first. So like they had a cash cow. Why didn't they bring this out? It's because they wanted to tell the story. They wanted the story to be king. And it then look at it down Like you can't look you can't look to yes. your left or right, especially Todd, without seeing Grogu. <laughs>
2: I can neither confirm nor deny the 20 Grogu's that I have staring at me as I record every day.
1: I, think I got, I got the new ep, the issue of insider today in the mail and it has, oh, Grogu no, it. I, haven't, I don't know if you've seen it it that. It's very nice. Oh, that's a great
0: cover! Oh, my look sweet, at that boy. my sweet look boy. At that boy! Holy smokes, that's that. a great oh, cover! Look at that's that. fantastic.
2: I'm excited to
1: crack that open. Uh, but anyway, yeah. Oh man, we we love Grogu here too. It's okay. It's all good. I, all I good. love
2: him a little too much. I I stopped. <laughs> luckily, I, I pulled I pulled the bandaid off and and pulled the Funko bandaid off. Even though the brand is like coming at me now. Um, but I counted how many baby Yoda Grogu Funko pops I have. And I was like, well, it's, uh, it's time to go to, uh, a support group because I have, 10. <laughs> I have like 10 and the fact that I have double digits of Grogu pops makes me question my purchasing and they're habits all sometimes. barely different.
1: <laughs> I bought my four-year-old two baby Yoda Grogu's like back w- even when they were baby Yoda, uh, before I realized she doesn't care i'm <laughs> buying them for me um kind of a thing you know it's it's just one of those things it, it is what yeah, it is i mean so yes hey, it's all good
0: uh i can't think of any other like promo Who stuff they've done them? for the mandalorian this one's kind
2: of sold itself i mean when they when disney plus was first coming out obviously mandalorian was mm-hmm. the big driver for that and i remember tv spots and things like that um some of the snacks food promotions um the grogu cereal oh, yeah. oh my god the grogu, totally it's it's all it's all. Yeah, it's all Grogu related. I mean, that's what they they use the baby to to sell the product. They're, it's child labor <laughs> that, loss. You know, that all is that. the
1: part like after he came out that it, it like people like your aunt Sally was sharing Grogu memes like baby Yoda memes on on <laughs> Facebook. Right. You know, it was yeah. like s- stuff about chicken nuggets. I mean, it, it is the it is the first thing in a while with Star Wars to really permeate mm-hmm. pop culture and just like culture in general. And so it, I mean, kudos to them for Unreal. keeping it under wraps for that long. I don't know if it would have done the same had they like just dropped it like on a live stream or something. before. oh, and we got like this little baby Yoda coming in. <laughs> Can you imagine if they
0: had done that at a panel, like a live panel? Just like the questions that that would have sparked. Yeah,
1: right. Like you just pull it out from under the table during the Mandalorian like panel at Celebration in Anah- or uh, Chicago, just like. Uh, and here's this little. Uh, this is a baby Yoda. Can you imagine? I can just see like
0: the, the for, those YouTube channels that you know I'm talking about would have been irate. They would have lost their mind.
1: <laughs> oh man, <laughs> it's a baby.
2: <laughs> what is this child's play? Oh man, can you? Because um, we're talking about the, the puppet now. Uh, I didn't even re- think about it, but you know Mando hadn't come out for Celebration 2019. Mando's out now for Anaheim. What if they bring the puppet on stage <laughs> at Anaheim? <laughs> I'm gonna cry. I'm gonna try and steal it. Like, you're gonna, I'm gonna be like, what is it? Those, uh, the, the streakers at sports stadiums that are like bobbing around with your security. You're gonna see like Street just a baby, flash for baby Grogu. Yeah. <laughs> like a quick distraction and like pick the puppet up and And then after stage. they tackle
0: you, they're gonna be like, we understand why you did it, but why are you nude? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I,
1: you, I mean, Dave, Todd why wouldn't they do that? Like, why wouldn't they bring Not, not the nude thing. Like, why, why wouldn't they bring out baby, like bring out the baby, show us the baby. That's what yeah. the crowd's going to be saying. We're all going to be like, sure. Just, gonna... We'd like to see the baby now. You know, like, I would, I, mean, I would like to see the baby. Like that's, that is, um, if they don't do that, I mean, I don't know.
2: I, I, Think about they can what, do whatever the, they want, but like,
0: it, but the can you imagine? Provo is going to be, marketing is going to be for Book of Boba Fett. <laughs> no baby yoda <laughs> my lord got to be
2: we didn't even talk about this for the, the prequels but celebration yeah you want to talk about promo celebration started in 99 with with episode one and that itself has become a giant marketing tool for star wars now and, yeah. and a successful one i mean jerry you know about this but you scotty's uh <laughs> reaction to the rise of skywalker trailer which if you haven't you've probably seen it if you go on youtube and type in rise of skywalker trailer reaction cast comes up first. It's like the first or second. Yeah. Yeah. It's like you see you just, oh, it's, but like that itself is just like, it's them marketing through us. Like we say, exactly this and let it do its thing.
1: Market. It's marketing for them. It is religious experience for us. And an anabolic experience for Scotty. (laughs) Oh, well, I mean, and I was little, I'm literally right in front of him during that. I've said this like 500 times, but like, you know, like, like that was when we first met. What a day. To like meet and just like have that. That was like first day of celebration, right? Like the first big day, right? Yeah, because there's the preview day before that. And then we had, oh. Just to have that. And then like there's that like video I shared that day. My favorite video from that day was some dude was cosplaying as Palpatine that day and he's coming down that escalator in chicago and he's going it's great to be <laughs> here so like, it's great to be alive i don't know
0: jerry if you've seen the picture oh. of me and our one of our other uh, co-hosts slade we met ian the day before and got our picture taken with him and slade really? had a stuffed ewok stuffed wicket that he's had since 83 and we said would you mind holding this and he said yeah. only if i can choke it so in the picture he's choking this stuffed animal <laughs> you walk <laughs> it's it was great and then that's and the incredible next day, the laugh, oh. the cackle happened and we lost our absolute minds like it was incredible
1: that's oh my gosh i want to see that picture now too and i love that like ian plays with look I, that's i love when stars actors yeah. are playful with it and stuff. Ian seems like that kind of guy where he's just like, you know, like, Oh yeah, yeah, yeah I'll do it. Whatever. You know? Yeah. That's all oh, that's amazing.
0: I mean, he's made a career out of being the emperor. Like a, he's like a lifelong dick. <laughs> Truly. <laughs> all right. Cole, is there anything else you want to say before we get out of here for, in terms of star Wars marketing, promo merch, anything, anything else you want to
2: bring back, bring back the Please. weird mer- promo.
0: I'm I'm on that
1: can we get okay we got the noid back which i did i, I that's even before my years with dominoes yeah, yeah, yeah. like the weird little noid character i had only ever seen him a family guy before why can't you bring pepsi you were so proud of marfa lump bring marfa lump back i mean come on hashtag bring marfa lump back i don't know make marfa <laughs> lump 2 happen i don't even know what to say to this
0: sorry another make it happen. Campaign.
1: Yeah, try let's let's try a Marfa lump campaign. I'm I'm sure we can yeah, get last points on. Yeah, we have three that. podcasts <laughs>
0: deep. We'll get it going. <laughs> All right. Uh, speaking oh, yeah. of podcasts, Jerry, go. where can they find your particular podcast?
1: Uh, well, you can find me on the Bombadcast YouTube channel. Now we are back there. Me and Scotty doing our thing, and we now uh, are going to be doing two different shows uh, starting, I believe, next week, um, Monday nights. I'm going to be doing a show called Hyper Focus. And uh, it is ADHD themed and also just uh, what I the way I pitched it to Scotty was it's like we can talk about anything from Star Wars to mental health to whatever you want to talk about. Really, I'm going to have a guest on. We might bring people from the chat in uh, to talk with us, sometimes take some callers and um, it's just going to I I pitched it as uh, Joe Rogan, but not with without the enabling of, like, you know, <laughs> a-holes and stuff like that. Um, but, you know, I do a good ja- Alex Jones impression, so maybe I'll do that from time to time. Is Space Alex Jones? It, all right, It's a completely different entity. It's not the same guy. Um, uh,
2: Turning the frigging Gungans gay. Uh,
1: but anyway, uh, Scotty's going to be doing a uh, gaming show, uh, Bombad Gaming, streaming on Wednesday nights, and then we're just going to be doing our – Live Bombad thing every Thursday still. So Bombad Thursdays are still a thing. We're just moving to our old channel back where, you know, Scotty became the uh, viral sensation, Scotty J-Row. Uh, so come check us out there at the uh, Bombadcast channel just on YouTube. Just look up Bombad. Sweet,
0: sweet. You guys are on Instagram time. and Twitter too, I believe?
1: We're more on Twitter, me and Scotty and the Bombadcast. You can follow us at, you know, the Bombadcast at Bombadcast. And you can follow me at the Cannon Junkie on Twitter. So, um, and then I'll I'll guide you from there, little baby birds. It's okay, you know, no worries, no worries.
2: Thanks for joining us. This was this was fun. I figured when we were talking about who to who to have on to talk all about Phantom Menace promotion, we couldn't think of a, a better person than than you and, well, and, and your bombad cast, Corey. You're you're
1: lucky that Scotty wasn't on here because this episode would be <laughs> like five hours long. Because uh, Scotty has even. Even crazier than me about this stuff. So, but anyway, thank you so much for having me on. So, no,
0: thank
2: you, thank you. This All was right. a before fun.
0: we go, um, reminder: giving away the volume one of the Poe Dameron comic. Uh, just DM us on any social media platform. The code word Oscar, and we'll, and we'll announce the winner next week. And make sure you are following us on Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, or TikTok. Our TikTok is kind of blowing up a little bit. It's been a lot of fun in a short amount of time.
2: If we get a couple, like we get to five hundred, I'm going to just start oh, like working on I TikTok.
0: Like Boba Fett helmet. <laughs> That's it. (laughs) That's it.
2: Make hashtag
0: make make Todd twerk. (laughs) And as always, remember, the force will be with you always.